every game, every team, every angle. Locked on game to game, your team every day. Welcome in everyone to Game to Game SEC edition. I'm Jordan Black. It is week three in the college football season and the SEC saw Bama hand out a beatdown. What's new with that? LSU and Mississippi State went toe to toe and Ole Miss continued its dominant early season form. The Gamecocks flatlined while Florida will hang its hat on the classic a win is a win after struggling to handle an interstate bout. We kick things off tonight with the 20th ranked Rebels take it on Georgia Tech in a regular season game for the first time since 1946. It's been a successful, though, uneven journey to week three for Ole Miss, but the Rebs jumped out early and they never looked back. Credit to the ground game with 300-plus rushing yards for making week three an Ole Miss walk in the park. Here's Stephen Willis from Locked on Ole Miss. Ole Miss completely dominates and roots to a 42 to nothing win at Georgia Tech. Hi, I'm Stephen Willis from Locked On Ole Miss Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Jackson Dart was 10 of 16, 207 yards and a pick. Zach Evans added 134 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. And the Rebels took business on the road at Georgia Tech. Ole Miss used 90s football of running the football and defense to win the game. The game was out of hand for most of the night, but you saw an improved Rebel offense. They now turn their attention to Tulsa and the last tune-up game of the season as they continue building towards a monster game on October 1st when Kentucky comes to town and for a season that has a ton of progress. For more, check out Locked On Ole Miss, your team every day. There is no better way to encapsulate the Gamecocks' outlook entering its SEC matchup with Georgia than that 25-point spread. The Gamecocks may be coming off a win, but they were outgained a week ago and have had uneven play to start the year. Taking on a newly anointed number one ranked Bulldogs team gave this game all the makings of a blowout, and it was just that. Andrew Lyon with Locked on Gamecocks breaks down this beatdown. To say that the South Carolina Gamecocks have a lot to get corrected right now would be an absolute understatement. Hi, everyone. I'm Andrew Lyon, the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, giving y'all my quick thoughts on this drubbing that the Gamecocks just received against the Georgia Bulldogs. Credit to Georgia. They were by far the best team today, and they are probably the favorite right now to win the national championship as far as I am concerned. With this offense, it seems like we're continuously trying to put a square peg through a round hole. Some of the parts of this scheme just do not seem to be working for the personnel that we have. We can't seem to be able to scheme guys open. South Carolina's quarterback play right now is just flat out not good enough. Spencer Rattler continues to make bad decisions at inopportune times in these football games. The running game continues to not be able to find consistency, whether it's we're not trusting it or we can't block guys. And then on defense, I don't have a whole lot to say about the defense. There was five stars out for today's game, playing a lot of true freshmen in a defensive backfield. They fought as hard as they could, but sometimes, again, effort is not going to outdo talent, and that was the case today for South Carolina facing off against the Georgia Bulldogs. There are certainly some things that have to change, especially on offense, because if it doesn't, then this season, when looking at the schedule, could take a downturn in a hurry for the Gamecocks. I'm Andrew Line, the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, signing off for today, but you best believe I'll have a lot more thoughts on this on Monday. 
The Vols came in fresh off an overtime road win against a ranked opponent in Pittsburgh. With the Gators scheduled next week, making light work of the Akron Zips was the prudent move for this Tennessee team. Wide receiver Cedric Tillman, who caught nine passes for one touchdown and 162 yards just a week prior, hoped to build on that dominant performance at home. Eric Kane from Locked on Vols has this postgame coverage. 63 to 6 the final score Tennessee over Akron in a game that literally was absolutely pointless. Yes, Tennessee got into the win on the season. Yes, Tennessee's offense scored a whole lot of touchdowns. But what do you gain from this game? Tennessee had a couple of players go down. You know, we'll have to check their status throughout the week. And I mean, I, that's the biggest fear. We said it this week on Locked On Balls. Number one priority is not getting anyone hurt in this football game. I know football's football and that's life, but games like this, you don't want to see people go down. You know, Cedric Tillman went down. Dylan Sanson went down a little bit. Uh, Jabari Small went down in this football game. We will have to monitor their situations moving forward. Don't think it'll be that big of a deal, but again, we'll, we'll see. It's football, but at the end of the day, Tennessee's offense on fire. Tennessee's defense did exactly what it was supposed to do. Tennessee did exactly what it was supposed to do. No analysis from this one. 63-6 to the final score. Momentum moving forward. Now it's Florida next week in the start of SEC play. So for the final time at Neyland Stadium, Tennessee 63, Akron 6 here on a, a warm Saturday night. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all of the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts. BetOnline is also your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Auburn put up a good first half fight, but 22nd ranked Penn State was simply too much to handle. Tigers quarterback TJ Finley found himself benched in favor of Robbie Ashford looking for a spark. It made little difference, though, and Penn State cruised to victory in that one. Zach Blackerby from Locked On Nittany Lions has the postgame takeaways. In the worst home showing in about a decade, the Auburn Tigers fall in terrible fashion to the Penn State Nittany Lions. I'm Zach Blackerby, host of Locked On Auburn. Penn State wins 41-12 to against the Auburn Tigers, and I think this may end up being a symbolic game a few months ago when we look back at what possibly went wrong over the course of this season for the Tigers, and ultimately even bigger than this, I think this has to spark change, whether it's Brian Harson changing what he's done so far at Auburn or Auburn making that change for him. This was big. This was disastrous. And this isn't something you can just snap your fingers and fix everything that happened over the span of 60 minutes. Missouri comes into town next week. Auburn has a chance to win that, but then it doesn't get easier. LSU at home, Georgia on the road. You visit the Mississippi schools, and you get Arkansas and Texas A&M at home also. Oh, yeah, and you end the season in Tuscaloosa for the Iron Bowl. Tough road ahead for the Auburn Tigers. We'll be talking about this team and this game and what it means moving forward every day on Locked on Auburn. Your team every single day. 
Anthony Richardson is destined to be a heavily watched and scrutinized quarterback this season. A dream start in week one was all for naught as Kentucky handled Florida with ease in week two. Then this week, South Florida outgained the Gators handily, and Richardson once again showed his talent has plenty of room for growth. Locked on Gators, Brandon Olson breaks down Florida's narrow escape. I don't care who you worship. Um, thank them because the Florida Gators somehow beat the South Florida Bulls despite playing some of the worst football I've ever seen. I'm Brandon Olson from Locked On Gators here to tell you that I'm incredibly disappointed in this team. The play calling was atrocious. The offense was atrocious. The run defense was atrocious. Uh, Anthony Richardson needs to either figure it out and figure out how the forward pass works in football or Billy Napier needs to go, you know what, we need to run full option because clearly Anthony Richardson is not prepared to be the starting quarterback of an SEC or even Power 5 program that's actually going to win games and compete. So Florida Gators, Anthony Richardson, Billy Napier, figure it out, pull it together, and find out how to be a good program that, honestly, Gainesville does deserve. I'm Brandon Olson, Locked On Gators. I can't wait for Monday to rip into this team. We all know you should never get caught looking ahead on the schedule, but the Arkansas Razorbacks might have done just that on Saturday night, at least early on in the Bobby Petrino Bowl with Missouri State visiting Fayetteville. John Neighbors from Locked On Razorbacks breaks down that close call. What's up, everybody? It's John Neighbors of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast and the return of Bobby Petrino here to Fayetteville did not come without a scare. Arkansas is able to win the game by a final score of 37 to 27. It wasn't easy, it wasn't pretty, but at the end of the day, a win is a win is a win. Bobby Petrino got it done and was really beating Arkansas in the first two and a half quarters, but Arkansas had some big plays there at the end, turned some things around, had a punt return for a touchdown, had a big play by Rocket Sanders, and it ended up being the difference in this game. The Razorbacks move on to 3-0, and they got Texas A&M and Arlington upcoming this next Saturday. So be sure to subscribe to the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You can find it wherever podcasts are found. You can also check it out on YouTube, and we'll get it done and see you in Arlington next week against Texas A&M. The SEC was pushed to its limits in week number three with a couple of interstate conference battles and an interstate contest on Saturday. The Gators managed to hang on while LSU hopes this will be the start of more consistent play and wins moving forward. Locked On will, of course, be here each and every week to bring you all of the insight and analysis from across the Locked On network. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Jordan Black, and this has been Game to Game in the SEC. Oh, 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 oh,